Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is official Independence Day, and I'm glad that you spend your time with me. I hope everybody getting ready to get their grill started because I'm ready for some barbecue and potato salad. That's right. And for the ones who got to go to work like me, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but at least we get paid for the holiday, right? Oh, this hurricane off is something serious. Oh, it, I mean, I think that's what we were getting chills from last night from this weather. But I, I really just, my hearts go out to the ones who actually have to experience this. You know, I don't even know what it's like. I just, I can empathize so with you, man. I really can. Um, today will be a great show. We have a special guest on. She's She's been in the fit. She's talking about freedom, integration, formation that fits your life, getting you started, how to manage, how to start managing it, experiencing your personal growth and health. But uh, before we even get started on that with her, I'm going hit to you, hit you with some good old tunes, and we're going to be right back after this. Yeah. Birthday, it's your birthday. If I die, me inside uh, Lewis style. Uh, they ask me what I do and who I do it for, yeah. and how I come up with this shit up in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. No. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. No. When I die, bury me inside the country style. No. When I die, bury me inside the Lewis style. Call a big booty Wrist moving, cooking, getting to it I'm in the kitchen Jams everywhere Just made a juice I got bands everywhere You the realest Breathing if I hold my breath Referee with the whistle Hold his tag Hey, stand up Hey, stand up Bad, bad contest, you in first place 
first place. You in first place. Bad, bad contest. You in first place. I show up with a check to your workplace. They hand the bad lady keys to the Mercedes. You know, I snuck up on one of the videos, too, 
Paula, on that you can eat chicken wings and you can still be healthy? <laughs> Absolutely, you can. You know what? The whole thing about this, um, Technicia, is to, is to give yourself, you know, freedom and and be able to do things that you really like to do. So it's it's um, here's the difference. Have the chicken wing when you feel like having it. It isn't an everyday thing. So it's like it's really about just knowing what you want out of life, how you want to do it, coming up with a plan, and if you really aren't sure, to get some support on that and just figure it out because life is way too short to be doing things that you don't want to do. So the emphasis is on doing what you do want to do with some moderation and with, um, you know, with a healthy attitude. And um, that's something that, you know, as long as you're consistent and that goes with your eating, with your exercise, and I, I, I get what you're saying before about people not having, like, you know, a lot of time to exercise, you know, sneak in a walk, even, like, you know, five minutes um, at the beginning right. of your day, the middle of your day, the end of your day, um, give yourself that time to, you know, just spend some time with yourself and get out there and, and do some walking. I think that is something that is doable for almost everybody. Right. You can at least do about at least, like you said, five, 30 minutes at the most because my cousin, that's what she does. She does 30 minutes. And a little bit helps. You don't have to do a whole hour, even when you work out 30 minutes. Now, I like doing P90X and hip-hop abs. And P90X, for the ones who don't like to do an hour at the most, will not be for you because it does go an hour. But I think, like, P90X2 posted had cut the time down because I haven't got that program. And then they got P90X3. But, yeah, they have certain programs out here, even Tony Harton. He made another program, 10-minute training. Because some people just exactly, got and I think that that's the absolutely, right. and that's you know that's the thing is everybody's always looking for the quick fix, and you know, the, you know that's a part of my uh, in the in the second part of fit is is in, in integration. We'll talk a little bit about that. It isn't just um, only one thing that you're going to do. It's a combination of a few things, you know. So it's it isn't all about just. Um, eating well, or it isn't all just about thinking good thoughts. It isn't, you know, just going to the gym and exercising or doing P90X in your, in your, um, in your living room. It's about a combination of things that you're going to do that makes sense for you and that fit your life. I have a tagline say, be the fit that fits you, and that's really what it's about. It's, okay, what works for you in your life that, you know, accommodates uh, your, your work hours, uh, the time that you spend with your family, taking your kids everywhere, you know, whatever right. time, your free time you have for yourself, it, all like that. It's really it's a matter of, okay, how can I integrate this to my life? It's an important uh, factor for me. I'm making it a priority, and that's the number one thing is decide, commit, and make it a priority and be the fit that fits you. Right. You do. Mm-hmm. You have to pro- you have to prioritize. Now, um, Paulo, how has um, maybe personal transformations helped shape you, and how can it really help uh, others? Well, you know what? It's it's been a um, for for me. It's been um, you know I've had. I'll start with the physical aspect because that's the thing that I had to deal with for, um, you know, for a lifetime is where I was actually born with my hips, uh, with hip dysplasia, which is just your, your hips are out of the socket. So that was like number one, how I came into the world, into that, experiencing pain at a, you know, as an infant, having uh, uh, bracing and casting to set my hips right. And um, and I just went through and had a number of things through my childhood. I then had a, a, a bone growth. Uh, it's also common for children to get osgood I had um, a bad bout of bronchitis. I had severe muscle spasms in my back. You know, a number of things that, um, and I was a very active kid. You know, I just like, I like to play, and that's really just my nature, is to move my body and to do things that I like to do. Um, Not so much competitive, uh, but really just recreationally and just, you know, really get a chance to, um, you know, kind of move a bit more and um, and enjoy what I'm doing. And, And for some things I was you know, I was good and naturally inclined towards. And, um, 
you know, a, a natural fit that came for me as, a, as I was putting myself through night school. I uh, found a, a gym in the location of uh, where I was working, and I, I joined, and it became a transition time for me where uh, at that time I was actually working in the post office. I was getting up at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning uh, in work at by 5 and working till about, 1.30, 2.30 in the afternoon, and then going to school three nights a week, uh, which was a good 50-minute drive. So I would go and work out, and it was just me time. And I think that's one of the biggest things to emphasize for people is take it as, as me time, that you're really doing something good for yourself, that you're giving yourself that self-care and that time to just add value to to your autonomy in your life. And that's really was, was it. And in the process of doing that, um, it really – made my schedule a bit a bit easier. Um, later on, as I uh, went through and, and transitioned through jobs, I found myself in the gym with, you know, just as I was looking for, for other work, being unemployed, I was like, you know what, I really want to keep myself in the game, stay in a good space. And I started working out, and I would go in the, into the gym in the morning. I was in a multi-sports complex, and um, I would do a little bit of everything. And what eventually happened is that I – you know, dropped a couple of sizes. I was being trained by one of the trainers there and, um, you know, who had an inclination for natural bodybuilding. And I had the body for it. And I just, you know, ended up like about 17% uh, body fat and was looking lean and, and, um, and sexy and felt good. And people started to come up to me and say, hey, can you, can you train me? Can you write a program for me? Can you do this? And, and then I started, uh, you know, going to classes to become a, a fitness trainer. So that was a, a big thing for me in that and transforming my body and then, you know, uh, learning all about it. Then I became a trainer in the gym that I had trained myself in and then eventually moved out here to Los Angeles and had a very successful career in the fitness field here. And um, and then wanted something a, a little bit different. So I started looking into coaching and started doing uh, both simultaneously. So that's, um, you know, I have a great background uh, from personal experience, from actually doing the work and turning out a really great body, and then also getting to know people and what their needs are and really being able to, to hear a big spectrum of what people dealt with with their own bodies, the limitations that they thought they had, the things that they didn't like about themselves. I mean, just, just such an amazing um, experience to be able to, to see people do that um, and make the changes in their lives and, and really, you know, very proud to be able to have a hand in that and provide um, the skill set and, and uh, help with the belief system and the, um, the behavior to, to keep it up and to just, you know, get out there and rock a healthy life. Right. So that's good. You all had an awesome little journey through your life. And just to think about women, because I see a lot of women go into the bodybuilding and, oh, man, Paul, they'd be so swole. You'd be like, oh, my God, like. I don't know if I want to. I don't want to be like that, but I do want to. I just want abs and be toned up. That's all I'm working out for. But that takes a whole transformation to go into bodybuilding for women. Um, it does, but I just mind you. I didn't end up doing. I was being trained um, with that in mind. I didn't do. They were like, "Oh, you should do natural bodybuilding." I didn't actually do it because it just really wasn't for me. And there's right. a little bit of a difference between going a natural route and then going full on bodybuilding, and that really wasn't my thing. I think that you know, really, you know, you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of programs out there, and I got to tell you, I mean, it's. I love that there's so many women getting involved, um, especially younger women as well, um, in, in every age in between. And it's really about you know just really uh, loving yourself and, and your body, and um, and doing the best that you can with the potential that you have, and and knowing what's possible for you at whatever age that, that you're in, whether you've exercised before or not. And some of those, uh, those are some of the things when I'm doing an evaluation with somebody is that, you know, we'll go through those things because it's really, um, you know, it makes a big difference. If you, if, you know, if you're in your 40s and you haven't ever exercised in your life, there's a lot of things going on there and it's quite different than um, somebody in their 20s. And I, I use myself as an example. When I started uh, really working out, I had been, had, you know, was athletic growing up and then really got into the gym thing when I was in my 20s and then got into fitness training probably in my, my mid to late 20s and then moved to Los Angeles. So it's really um, 
been a progression. And I always see now when I got into my 30s, I was dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, and that's the second transformation getting in is that I had actually things were going really great for me here. I was my my training was going great. I had a wonderful clientele. I had started acting, um, got my SAG. I was doing all sorts of great things. <clears throat> and then um, <laughs> half a mile from my house, I got hit by a van. And that changed everything for me. And I found myself in the middle of the street, and oh. I'm very lucky to be alive. And right. um, you know, it's just is, uh, you know, that that just then set forth a whole nother cycle of things. You know, many things I'm grateful for. One is again that I'm alive. The other is right. that, uh, you know, my body was there for me. I, you know, I had that buffness going on, and I was and I was fit, and that was probably one of the things that really helped me. Um, you know, maneuver myself and, and do that tuck and roll and save myself. And then getting back on my feet after having four knee surgeries and a staph infection. So it's a lot of, um, you know, it's a lot of uh, physicality. It's a lot of, uh, you know, dealing with emotion and, and your frame of mind, your, your attitude, all of those type of things. So when I speak about um, fit, and being the fit that fits you, it's freedom and integration and transformation. And as I mentioned earlier, it's a combination of many things, you know, because there's yeah. so much that, that goes into it to keep yourself healthy. And I really um, like to have people focus on being healthy. Uh, right. it, you know, and it brings to mind a wonderful quote that, that I just absolutely love and I go to all the time by William London, which reads, to ensure good health, eat lightly, breathe deeply, live moderately, cultivate cheerfulness, and maintain an interest in life. And I think that he sums that up so well, and, and I just want to borrow that quote and share that with people and say that's what really being, being fit in my, in my definition and in my terms of being healthy, that really says it all right there. It does, because it is a mental thing, because that's why a lot of people don't work out, because mentally you're thinking, oh, this is hard. I don't have any exercise that works for me. So it's it's a mental thing. It's about being spiritual. At the same time, all of it goes hand in hand. So, yeah, you made some good points there. And I'm, I am glad, Paula, that you made it through that. God, oh, boy, don't, we just have a good God. I, t- I don't care what show sometimes I do. God just always slips in there. Look, you're not just going to ignore me. You're going to put me in this show. So I'm glad. God, boy, <laughs> he, he wasn't ready for Paula to come through yet. And see? And he used as the message for others out here, not just to stay fit, but to be spiritually fit up here, to be mentally fit, emotionally fit. It's not just about, oh, let me get big bucks. No, it goes it goes more on into it. So, Paula, how did this fit program come around? Well, I think that um, it, uh, right now, and it is funny is that you, you know, everything that you just said there, Technisha, is that, uh, you know, I, I say it, being vibrationally um, in in shape, so that encompasses all the things that you just just mentioned about the uh, the spirituality, about what you think intellectually, about what being healthy is about, about how to take care of yourself, about your um, your emotions, and being able to let them come and go, and to be positive, and all those types of things. So um, my my previous transformation that I was that I was telling you about, uh, it's kind of like I was cut off at the knees. And that really, um, you know, put me on a track to really learn a lot about physicality, about uh, uh, mobility, about um, uh, tissue mobility specifically, about inflammation of my body. As I mentioned, I had gotten a staph infection on that, and it just really wrecked my body on so many levels, my metabolism. Uh, you know, I, I got really sick several times after it because it just wipes everything in your body out. Uh, I had to deal with the surgery over again, all, you know, walking, all of these different things. And I remember, you know, doing, as I was in, in uh, one of my uh, physical therapy and, and, and going through my rehab period, mm-hmm. where uh, the first time that I, that I laid down on a, on a lying leg curl, a prone um, leg curl machine, and went to, you know, <laughs> bring my, my heels up towards my butt and, and flex my uh flex my my knee and and it was just like I really got the the feeling of um what it was like for clients who would come in who really did not like exercise 
you know, it really drove it home for me because, you know, being someone who is so athletic, it was it's easy for me. And it really gave me another understanding. And I think that that also goes into um, what, I, what I do. So experiencing all that and really getting into a lot of different areas to, you know, make my body better, to get me back on my feet, literally, and right. all of that. And then I had an experience which um, dropped me to my knees. And that was with the loss of my sister Lisa in the Station Nut Club fire. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but that happened in 2000, February of 2003, where there were 100 people who lost their lives in um, in Warwick, Rhode Island, which is my home state. And my sister was one of those people. And talk about a spiritual quest. Um, you know, there wasn't really too much else to do but to focus on positivity and I had been I was really in my in my coaching program at that time was in my core level and 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 going into advanced studies and it really just was probably the most devastating experiences that I've had in my life and and my my commitment to myself was going to be that I was going to take care of myself as best I could and my focus was and my intention was to become a better person and at that time, I hadn't really known what it would mean, and I just, you know, but I, but I kept that in front of me. Uh, a lot of potential for negativity in the entire situation, and there was much that uh, families of, as well as my own, went through um, in in dealing with the situation and and going through it, and um, I had a lot of things that that happened with my parents, and and just you know, right. hard for for people to deal with. So that became um, a different focus for me and kind of put me on a, on a different quest. And it really um, it helped me develop the other part of this, of the, uh, the vibrational aspect, of the spiritual aspect, and really get to a deeper meaning of now what I really, really felt about um, what I had to offer to life and life had to offer to me. And, um, you know, in a way, my sister's death really freed me to be able to do more and become more. Um, right. and, and really understand the the saying, life is too short. It's, I can't even explain at times where, especially at the beginning of it, where you do experience where time stands still and, and there's just, there isn't anything else that's going in, on in your life. It's such a vortex of it. So, um, and, and also the loss of being able to do that and to grieve and certainly to get in touch with my emotions. It was, it was a very uh, learned experience, and it took me to depths that I wouldn't ever have imagined, and um, it, it just rounded me out on, on so many levels and brings a fullness to what I, what I do at this point and how I want to share that with, with people to have them experience the freedom in their lives, to be able to integrate the parts that are really important and make the transformation that um, that they want in their life to get out and have freedom to rock their life. Exactly, and we know that you're out there worrying about it. And Paula is so right; life is too short. And it's and just to remind you, it's it's how short and fragile life can really be. That's why you got to make the most out of every little bit of it and enjoy it. Don't be miserable. If if you're miserable, then shake it, shake it off. Go somewhere in the corner and pray about it, because <laughs> it is. You never know when when your life might be taken away. If if you're gonna make it through a situation or not, and I just love, I do. I love your vibes, Paula. You have been through the trials and tribulation. You're still making it every day, making the most out of life, taking that pressure off yourself. Because <clears throat> as I said, believe it or not, life throws you out lemon. Limits, it throws you out every little thing that you don't want. But you got to remember that it is a better and a brighter side of life. That's why I did this show, The Brighter Side, because it's always the brighter side, no matter how, no matter what ups and downs you go through. And you know I talked about it yesterday, audience. I did. We all go through something. It's for better or worse out here. But you got to overcome it. You got to keep striving. Nobody said life was perfect. Mm-mm. It's not supposed to. Be. It's not supposed to be. It's not like a movie now. It's not. Not a Christmas movie. It's not gonna always be beautiful. But you got. You got to do what you can. You got to take the bad with the good. Absolutely, but, and thank you so much for saying all of that too. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and, and really, 
Yeah, it's it's uh, it's good to hear that and have that reaffirmed. And you're so right. This is the thing: is, is that you know there there's so many things that can rock you out on a day to day basis. So the thing is, is that you know take care of yourself as best you can, so that when these things come up, you aren't getting spun out by the by the little things. Eventually, what happens is that the more uh, fit you become, and the more that you're able to really integrate yourself and really really be what I call rocking a higher vibe so that you're really at your optimal health where you're you're all of these dimensions of of wellness in your uh in your spirituality in your physicality in your intellect in your social outlets in your emotional outlets and in your energy really becomes strong and you know just magnetizes uh, for people and there are things that are always going to come up. The thing is, is that you're better able to manage them and also just accept them and release them quicker as opposed to, you know, taking it all in and letting that all live in your body. That's the stuff that, like, really gets into your cells and stays in there and becomes toxic. And then that, you know, um, there's always opportunity around you. Like you say, technician, you know, the, the bright side is always there. And when your focus becomes something... Uh, you know, and you get lost in that dark side, uh, which which happens. And, um, and you know, it really is is one of my specialties too, in helping guide people out of those dark spaces. But it comes. It comes when you're when you experience sudden loss in your in your family or of, of a loved one, when you're dealing with illness, when you're dealing with a divorce, um, even a, a life transition, a job career, or a move, or something like that. Anything that rocks your world. You know, these things come up, and, and it begins a cycle of doubt. It, you know, shakes your confidence a little bit. You know, all of these things happen, and it's like, okay, what's my go-to system? How am I going to, you know, it's okay that I feel that. Now, how how am I going to flip that switch and go to the other side? And it's really, it's about really uh, getting good at that, of flipping that switch. And, okay, this is coming up. It's okay. Now, how how do I want to handle it? How do I want to be? How do I really want to be contributing to my life, to be in stride with my life, to really, you know, match up to who I am, what I believe in, and and how I really want to live? Exactly, and that's all about success of way of living because ultimately success is not something you achieve. It is what you learn, how you grow as you deal with the realities of life. It is a way of living and being. Um, and I think you could read it as a man thinks. Um, I think it's a book out about that, too. So you don't let your struggles become your identity. Like I said, everything in your life not just going to go as you expected, but you got to learn how to just live in the presence and go with the flow than rather go against it. So we be fighting it. We, and sometimes if, you don't, if you're not listening to God anyway, then that could be your downfall, too. We have to stay and we have to be obedient and stop trying to choose it differently, go our own route. But we're going to take a short commercial break. Paula is rocking the boss with us on Blog Talk Radio, and it's going great. We're rocking with your freedom, trying to get you into shape physically, mentally, emotionally, everything, honey. So you just stay on the box. Don't go anywhere. We're popping firecrackers, everything on this show. So if you feel like talking. Right on. Right. If you feel like talking, please do so, because that's what we're doing. It's 347-426. Three seven five one on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Me, a cat, moving in with a new human. It took a little getting used to. She has these weird games she likes to play, like this giant feather. She sticks it in my face. I swat it away. She sticks it in my face. I swat it away. It's almost like she thinks I enjoy it. But seeing how much fun she gets out of it, well, I guess it makes it all worth it. Humans. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org.
All right, we got the firecrackers popping on on this show. We got Paula giving us all this lovely insight to just stand in shape, getting yourself together, trans, transforming your whole body and your mind. Paula, like I said, I'm glad that you're on this show. You're giving us a purpose to live on, not giving up. You didn't give up. There are no excuses out here. Like Tor Horton said on one of his videos, the guy got a prosthetic leg. He said, so there's no excuses for you not being able to want to work out. <laughs> you just got to want to be willing to do it. So Yeah, and then, you know, I think it's so true. It's it's the thing about that, um, you know, a lot of it has to do about how you do look at yourself, you know, the value right. that you want to give to yourself, um, you know, your esteem, your confidence, and just knowing is, is that what what a gift it is, what, your, what a gift your life is, and to be able to take care of yourself is truly a privilege. And it's it's finding the things that, you know, will get you started, that make it easy for you, that will then give you some momentum to, you know, to do more. And it's just really, it's it's finding that, that beginning place, whatever it is for you, as we mentioned earlier, whether it just be walking, you know, to start to bring that energy into your life, to get out in the environment, to get out and, and, and experience a little bit of, natural uh, natural life and, and take that in. And it really is, especially for so many of us that spend time in cars and offices and, and all these things, to get outside and to really take that in, it it does. It really feeds your soul in a way that um, you don't always get, uh, you know, inside walking on a treadmill or, um, you know, just throwing some weights around so it's it's really about that it's about giving yourself some purpose and giving yourself some direction and and i would also encourage everybody to if you're just starting out definitely at least you know get some pointers from somebody if your gym offers a uh you know free session to get you going like really um you know take advantage of that i mean that was part of my experience as i was uh, beginning my training career as a staff trainer you that's what you do is you guide people through and i was always you know 100 percent with um, you know, taking everybody through there and just really enthusiastic about explaining a couple of different aspects, getting them set up on a routine, you know, knowing how to use the equipment, how to set their um, their chairs, the positioning, all of that type of thing. It's important stuff. So I definitely would, would encourage someone in the beginning to start that out and, and stay with it and be realistic about what you can do and about what kind of shape you are in to begin with. So that, again, going to that potential, what is, um, if you haven't worked out before, just know that and know you've got, you know, a few things to learn. Just be okay with that. You have to. We got to stop beating ourselves up because we're not like the next man. Be satisfied. <laughs> and I think that's where self-esteem comes in, too, because we're so focused on this person or their blessings, but at the same time, God is blessing you too. You just focus on what Susie, Tom, Dick, or Harry has going on in their life that you're forgetting what you need to be focused on in your own life. So that comes to that point of matter too. Um, absolutely, absolutely. I do a, um, another. I do an editorial on Mondays called Motivation Monday, and oh. it really is about becoming stronger in who you are. That. You know, you know everything that we're speaking about and what the the fit program you know boils down to. It's it's to make you the best you um, that you can be. Like um, you know, when I said uh, when I lost my sister, and my focus was my intention was to become a better person. Not that I was terrible or anything like that before, but it was now as I can look at it, it's really to grow into myself and be as full an expression as I can be as whatever it is that you believe in, um, you know, uh, that you seek guidance from, that allows you to just be more of you and expand more and more into that every day. And that's what what life is is about, you know. On the days that you aren't having a good day, don't have a, you know, it's just, it happens. You know, if you get really, really PO'd, scream. You know, let it let it out. The the uh, the thing that that I find with uh, working with a lot of clients is that is it. You know, there's a lot of um, we we censor ourselves um, that they're they're trying to be perfect. They're trying to be something to somebody else, and it's like you have to be something to yourself first. You have to make yourself count in your own eyes before y- you can go out and try to you know be that with somebody else. Right. 
got to live life for you because that's all. You came in this world by yourself. You're gonna, probably going to leave by yourself. Um, if not, another tragic accident happens where you leave with others. But I mean, you have to live for you. You have to be happy. Um, and like I said, misery is not the way to go. If you choose to do that, then you definitely need to find that corner. Get to yourself. Pray. Go through it. Because um, yoga, do whatever you got to do to get in that mental state where you are focused on just yourself right now. As I said before on my show, take some time out for yourself. Not pamper yourself, but go and find time where you can self-love yourself. Because a lot of times that's what we forget part of our life and we think, oh, I'm perfect, I'm happy. No, you're not happy. You want to be happy. You're trying to find answers to be happy, but you're actually not. You're miserable on the inside. You don't even know it. A lot of people live like that, Paula, and I don't know how they could go around day to day and just live like that. Because to me, life is supposed to be good. Like I said, you, we all seen our better days. We also seen the worst, but we, and we might not have a thing that we want, but we do got what we need. You got air in your body. You live and God woke you up, so that should be enough. You might woke up with them few little pains and aches, but you still woke up though. And you just yeah, to... this is right. Absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. And and it's um, you know, it's it it is that it's that integration factor of like really, you know, now getting to a point in your life. And I, and as I encourage people at the top of the show to you know, today is Independence Day, so declare some independence somewhere in your life, some area that you feel that you know, you really want to give yourself more freedom, whether it be, you know, making five minutes a day to do that walk or giving yourself a half hour to um, a couple of days a week to be able to move your body and do some form of um, exercise or to be able to, you know, work through an emotion that you feel a little stuck on or a thought that you have that keeps coming up from your past. All those types of things, yes, they do. They, they, as you said, they're they're living in you and it makes you unhappy, right, Technicia? And it's and it's like it is only that. What happens is that with a lot of people, then it starts to fester and it manifests in other ways where people, you know, end up with uh, body aches, you know, constant headaches with, um, you know, a sore neck, with, you know, just having chronic pain or these flare-ups that come in or they, they stumble a lot or bang into things. Those are all distractions, and that's your, you know, when, when you aren't getting it, um, your body will start to, to lead you into, to say, you know, wake up as well. And one of the wake-up things is, is to really define how you really feel about things at this point. And it's great, you know, Everybody, um, you know, experiences different things as they're in their formative years from culture, from education, from their family, from, um, you know, all of these different things, their first jobs, everybody that they're around. And then it's, it seems that what happens with a lot of people is that they get a little bit of an automatic pilot. They may have experienced some type of an event with, with a heightened emotion and, um you know, they're always seeing things from that perception. So those are all things to, like, you know, when you want to give yourself a little bit of freedom and start to integrate other parts of yourself, getting ready for a transformation in your life, is just to really come to agreement with that, to be able to accept whatever it is that has been in your life um, and say, okay, enough, and I want more. And, And go out and get it. You do. You make some valid points here. I mean, everything is just connecting all one by one. And as far as what I have heard on some of your interviews, you always had that helpful inspiration in your life. Even when you grew up, your father helped others in the neighborhood. He was a pharmacist. Did you ever want, now, Paul, that's what I want to ask. Did you ever want to go into pharmaceuticals, be a doctor? Uh, no, that wasn't my calling. Um, you know, I, that was a wonderful slice of life that I had was uh, in my childhood is that, yes, my family owned a pharmacy. Uh, both my 
grandfather and father were pharmacists. They did alchemy in a different way. I approach things in a much more holistic and natural way. Uh, you know, I believe in, in alternative methods as well as, you know, so kind of like an east-west philosophy. Uh, I use essential oils myself and, and with clients, um, you know, massage, self-massage, you know, all sorts of different things. So I, I wouldn't say that I ever had that bug, but, um, you know, I'm certainly happy for what I experienced. But the, the flip side of that, too, is that while growing up, and I worked there at a very young age, you know, every month, uh, you know, around this time of the month, actually, a couple of days earlier, there were people who come in with bags of, um, of bottles and say, okay, give these to your father and, and I'll be back in, later on today. And there would be like you know ten prescription bottles in the um, in the bag, and you know to just see that, and it was very expensive when they came back to to ring them up. And I, you know, also with having the staff in my body, I, I really, really, um, I, I would prefer to live a non-medicinal life, and you know, do as best you know as much as I can to really keep myself in a at a healthy advantage. And I think that is, um, I, I I like that. Uh, aspect of my life, and it's how I choose to live. So right, and you're still giving a service to people, just as your father did. You're still helping others out there getting themselves healthy. He was a doctor, and he made sure he, was, he made sure people were healthy. You in the fitness, and that's making sure people still healthy. So both of them go hand in hand. Even if you didn't go on that route, you you still went into the service business. So that was still good. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and you know what, I have to say this is that, um, you know, I got a strong sense of community and also a strong ethic in doing that and servicing other people. And I know that was one of, uh, that's always something that that definitely goes a long ways with, um, with all of my clients that I've had that I do a high I do have a high level of service and that's something that um that people really appreciate and gravitate towards as well. And it you know, it really means something um to have that, that personal touch to be able to do that. And um and I want people to feel that uh, you know, even in, in, in this, as they're listening to, to us speak, is really getting that, that the, the energy of where I'm coming from. And it is really very much from a personal space in, in wishing people well. Um, and, and that is, you know, part of my why of, of what I do and, and how I want to be out there in the world to be able to, you know, just give people more information and be able to say, hey, does this resonate for you? Cool. Um, then follow that. If and guess what? And if it doesn't, I've got something else for you. And just really keep giving people options and letting them know that they do have options and there are many different ways that, that they can uh, take care of themselves and, and live really well and healthy. Um, Paula, because I know we talk about transforming the body and everything. That's why I was wondering, since you're into fitness, the hardest part mostly for women is the abs section. How, <laughs> right. What, what are some solutions? Well, I'm, I am just, well, I restarted back on my program on P98 and Hip Hop Abs. So I'm really trying, and I I try to stay off a lot of the carbs and everything. Well, I, well, I hope that my friend, I live I one brownie bite, just one, just one brownie bite in, because I try to sell for sugar too. But that looks like it's so hard, and then you know you got tummy cooks down here, and you got so many the abs machines you can put around your stomach. Um, what are some ways that women can actually focus on that abs? Well, I got to tell you what is that really the big focus is on your nutrition. Okay. As well as because the the fact of the matter is with any, you know, with your whole body, the idea is is what you want is you want a percentage of lean body mass versus fat mass. And, you know, the fat mass, which is, you know, lean body mass is your muscle and everything else goes into the fat mass category. So that includes your skin, fat, um, you know, all, all of those types of things. So that Okay. Hello, like so that might ask. Paula? So the more lean, yes. Okay, I thought we were cutting off. Oh, sorry about that. So the the leaner that you can be, then you know 
that that is really goes with it. And then the thing is, is that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of variations of, of ab exercises from mat yeah. to machines. And I would suggest that people actually, again, you know, get either a good instructional video or be with a qualified trainer to start to learn how to, um, and I will be putting some of my own information out there too, so always um, stay in touch on uh, pauladendrea.com, is that uh, I will be having some of those those videos come out. So people just know how to place their bodies, what a, a neutral position is. Um, to do an ab exercise, it really is just really is a 30-degree movement, and you're applying, you can apply resistance either using your own body or, you know, getting on a weighted machine. So it's really, you know, there's there's so many of these moves that people come up with, but the basic crunch is also very helpful, and it's really about getting strong. The other thing is to be able to remember that you have the other side, which is the posterior chain, and that's an area that's often overlooked. And the abs look great, and the powerhouse is actually in the posterior chain with your erectors, uh, with your, you know, the rest of your back, your lower back and really making sure that those stay as conditioned as well as as the ab portion. Right. And that's that's a those are some great little pointers. Because I know that's the hardest thing for a woman to actually have to go through is getting them abs down, especially after you on gave birth, you like, oh man, what's the <laughs> I still got my baby fat. I don't know what to do and then I don't want to take all these uh, pills like liposine to do that. No, I don't want to take nothing that has been approved by the FDA. I don't know nothing about those type of pills. Have me in that sick and they on a commercial. Yeah, I'm back down to my side. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure you are. Yep. <laughs> I just, I'm going to take mine the natural way. I'll just work out and eat right. I don't want to do them. No, I don't want to do those pills. And then, like I tell people, I don't want to do a diet. I'm already slim. I just basically want to tone up. To me, mm-hmm. I don't like diet. But, Paul, I don't know about you, but I don't really like diets because diet is like another excuse. It's like a, a New Year's resolution to me. I don't want to diet. I don't want to count um, carbs and calories. I, I don't either. I don't want to do all that. Yeah, and I don't, you know what, and, I'm, and I agree with you as well. It's really, first of all, what I like to say is follow a good nutritional path. And for me, right. um, that's, that's a first in of itself is a healthy approach to um, what you're looking to achieve. I particularly don't like the word diet. I actually worked in, in that industry um, at the beginning of my fitness career. And there's a lot of things that people are so um, tuned in with that word, and it's just is something. So I say follow a good nutritional path. And also when you're asking about abs, it's about, you know, also remember is, is that that's the connector of the upper and the lower body. So as you're doing specifically, you know, ab exercises on a mat or on a machine, you're also, as you're doing cardio, whether it be you're on a treadmill, an elliptical, out hiking, or maybe you're running, swimming, anything like that, you are still engaging your core, and that also is working out that that area as well. Again, the bigger thing is focusing on, okay, is leaning out and having a good percentage of – you know, your lean body mass to fat mass. And that's really where you're going to start to see the muscle because you want to be able to get rid of the fat that is covering it up. And that is, I think you've got a really healthy attitude towards, you know, uh, how you want to take care of yourself. And it is, it's, it's really, it's just about being smart. Uh, there, there's some areas that you may, you know, need to tighten up on to begin with. Because let's face it, like with anything else, the more effort that you put in, the greater your results are going to be. So if you're like, you know, way out of tune where you aren't doing anything and just kind of eating whatever um, and really aren't paying attention to it, is a little bit of of a curve about uh, educating yourself and deciding what will work for you. Again, those um, those things that, you know, go into, you know, your tolerations, how you want to be living your life, what you're willing to do and don't do. So that's really very much a personal choice, and just re- know that that'll be a reflection of your results as well. So I right. invite anybody to, you know, contact me for an evaluation to, you know, just really get some pointers on some ways that you can start to improve, um, you know, wh- what you're doing, and also just really have again a healthy approach to doing it. 
and you know realize too this is something that I would encounter you know I I encounter all the time where people say well I used to be able to do this and I used to be able to do that and I was like well when was that well five years ago or two years ago you know again be realistic about what you are able to do right now what you haven't been doing or not the other thing is too is, is that well when did you gain that 20 pounds well it's happened over the last few years well then you know you really can't expect it to come off overnight it's 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 a process right. so just as it just as it came on you got to now reverse it and then there's you know just all the tips and techniques that that you can get to start activating your body to up your metabolism to start moving again to be comfortable with that and again you know uh inactivity plays a large role and cuz i've i've worked with you know men and women who are in their 20s and they still are having the same aches and pains that i'm getting from people who are in their 30s and 40s and 50s so it's you know it's really uh you know they say uh use it or, or or lose it very very true and the thing is is that you want to keep uh you know for healthy aging keep in mind you want to keep your uh stay mobile stay flexible um, keep your inflammation down and definitely follow a good nutritional path. And those are three three things that will really help you um, be on that path to a healthy and dynamic lifestyle. Right. I do. I do agree with that. And like you said, you have to be realistic and don't always fall for some of these programs out here. Cause some of them tell you, Oh, you'll lose this amount of inches in this amount of little time and weeks. no, it does not work like that. When you actually going through a transformation, it takes time. It's not going. It's not going to happen overnight. And I guess I should take that advice. One of my friends told me that too. That you have to stop focusing on it so much because that's what I want. I want to tone up abs, but I don't want to just make it overpower my life. So I'm, I'm gonna stop focusing on it as much. Like I'm not just gonna keep looking down at them because <laughs> I'm not. Well, that the thing big. of it is, is. Yeah, you have to have a vision. You have to have the bigger picture in mind, too, is that, you know, know what your end result is. Put yourself in the picture of actually where you're going to be when, you know, when you are fit and healthy, when you are the fit that fits you, when when you're when you're in that scope. So there's a lot of things that go into the fit program. When I'm working with somebody on a, on a, on a program, it's really about being able to envision that to put into it, to sit down and say, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to end the story that I've been telling myself and get out of that loop that's keeping me in the in the fat zone or the unhealthy zone or the pain-filled zone. And and this is the identity that I want to create. And this is the plan, the success plan that's going to get me there. So it really is a, a comprehensive type of a um, you know, program again. It's the integration of many parts coming into play, so that you can have a successful transformation and also see it through and and have lasting results. And that's really, uh, you know, one of the most important things is about being able to really em- embody it, you know, and become it, and just continue to be that that healthy and dynamic version of yourself. And it's, you know, I always encourage people is that there isn't any blame or shame. It's just like, you know what, look where you're starting right now. And that's all that matters. Right. It's okay, what can I do right now? And again, right. be realistic about that. You know, is that's it's it's really is as simple as that. And and people it's it's really it's about just making a decision and say, Okay, this is how I want to be. I recognize that everything up to now, yeah, well, not so much. So right now right. I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give myself the power back and I'm going to step into my life in a way that I haven't been and yeah. and now's my time to do it. And it's being it's able just, to do that and again having the support to take you through that and really right. really make that rock solid for yourself. Exactly. It's just it's stepping stones. If some don't work out, you get on them stepping stones and you find your way to another idea that will work for you. And as Winston Churchill once said, this is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. But, Paula, I would love for the guests to know what website they can find you at and if they need to get in contact with you. Uh, yes, thank you so much. Uh, my website is pauladandrea.com, P-A-U-L-A-D-A-N-D-R-E-A.com. And um, 
my contact information is on there. And if you'd like to email, it's paula at pauladandrea.com. And I'm happy to uh, to take anybody's questions and um, and let them know um, how I can help them out, whatever my skill set allows for them. And as far as it goes with Rock Your Life TV, does that premiere um, every day? Or when can we catch that? Uh, we are. We're actually we're on hiatus this week, but it's um, every okay. week is on rockyourlife.tv. So it's oh. R-O-C-K Y-O-U-R-L-I-F-E dot TV, and that is my main website, and that's the best place to to catch it. And also you can get a link from that from pauladandrea.com. Well, Paula, thank you for coming on the show and energizing us so much, and I hope people go out there, transform your life, get a positive attitude about yourself, and go out and enjoy your day today, because today is Independence Day, but rock your freedom. And just live life to the fullest. That's all I can say. Paula, thank you so much for coming on to the show, and you have a blessed one. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here. It was really, really great to um, to spend some time on the 4th with you and rock some freedom. So I look forward, forward to hearing from everybody. And if you do contact me, I'll send you a free gift as well and um, and get you rocking in your life. Well, thank you, Paula, for that. Thank you. I really do. Enjoy your day too, Paula. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We walked it out on Blog Talk Radio with our girl, Paula D'Andrea. Please, get fit. Live life to the fullest. It's not over yet. It's not supposed to be simple, and it's not always supposed to be hard, but we get it either way. And today, you don't worry about nothing. You go out and enjoy yourself, get you a plate of barbecue ribs and everything, honey, because I'm about to go, and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.